to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 304 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Your uh, weekly fix of randomness technology and life is here. Get ready. Buckle in. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> random as anything. That's right. <laughs> it hey, really is. What's happened? Hey, I thought we haven't mentioned it, but you have got a full beard at the moment. Yes. Uh, which you were growing for something, which, which we is, did allude to at some point. Yeah, and, and it's been canned. Yeah, so... Uh, so uh, we did talk about it. Did we talk about the glitch? No, I don't think at all. I think you just said something's coming up and you may or may not need a beard. I'm not sure. We okay, may have, all right, but I don't think let, so. Should I tell the story? But did I not tell the story about the wardrobe at the time? I'm not 100% sure. I know all we've right, spoken at about the risk, it. At the risk of telling the same story twice, I'll tell you the story about a year ago. <laughs> That's right. I got uh, asked to do a thing with, um, with the, what do they call it, production name of jazz band, which has nothing to do with what it actually is. And because I'm not getting paid for by them anymore, I think I can say it. Well, no, I did get, take some money from them. I um, think you can say it. I can Our say it. Our listeners would love to hear it. Yeah, um, Cowboy Bebop is the um, thing, which I still haven't watched any of. Shocking. Shocking. Um, but, yeah, they're making a live version of this animated thing. Yes. A- and uh, so a year ago, <coughs> excuse me, I got asked if I wanted to do some work Uh I was doing a bit of acting stuff at the time, extra stuff. And they said, well, how do you feel about partial nudity? And I'm like, bring it on. All good. I don't give a shit. Yeah. And then they didn't, I think they did ask me about simulated sex. And I was a bit concerned about that because I'm like, I'll just show up that I don't know what I'm doing. Um, And then then they, uh, but anyway, so. They said, okay, Uh, so she rang me, and she goes, yes, okay, cool. We've got this thing. How do you feel about wearing women's underwear and stuff? And I'm like, "Uh, okay, but, you know, I've got a beard, right? And I had quite a little trimmed beard. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, that's going to make it even better. I'm (laughs) like, what is going on? And effectively, the role was a glitched prostitute was the name of the character and so i'm assuming because i have no idea but i'm assuming it's like these prostitutes pop out of like a cloning machine and i'm one that came out a bit screwed up maybe i'm not sure looking forward <laughs> i have to- no idea but anyway so um but the wardrobe thing was interesting so they go right we have to come in to get the wardrobe so i go in and they got two changing rooms yeah and they go, no, not this one. You're going to the next one. So I go into the next one, and there's this other guy and a guy in there. And this guy is, I don't know, I'm going to say 25, 28, fit ass, like dancer body, full abs, everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, those of you that haven't seen a photo, no, not me. <laughs> no abs inside. Uh, not looking that flash next to this bronzed guy. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he, he was cool. We were chatting and stuff while we were waiting for him to come back. It was funny because he just, they put shorts on him and said, we don't want to cover anything else up. <laughs> they put a hat yeah. on him or something. Yeah. I can't remember. You, we've got a rubbish bag. <laughs> Me, I had fishnet stockings, um, some sort of chainy thing ar- uh, around my chest, uh, a dog collar, um, sleeves uh, that looked like tattoos put on, you know. Um, 
what else would I? I it was some other stuff. Oh, and high heel shoes. Yes. Uh, and these, um, I had to wear. What do they call them? I like a thong, a okay. thong, but oh. it's it's skin coloured, so it looks oh, yeah. like I'm not. I'm naked yeah. underneath this fish neck okay. stocking good, thing. Good, good. Uh, I thought high heels would be a problem, but I tell you what, thongs are worse. Thongs are worse. High heels, yeah, they're a little annoying, but bugger me. I didn't think that I'd have a problem with a thong. Anyway, so they do that and they go, oh, um, come out here and take some photos. So you've got to stand there, front, on side, on back, on blah, blah, blah. They take these photos and they go, give us a pose. And I'm like, uh. And they go, oh, come on, you can do a better pose than that. So I do a pose and, and another one. And then I get into it and they go, oh, now you're just going crazy. Yeah, so calm down. Like, calm down. I'm like, oh, whatever. Can't and they win. go, um, oh, yeah. So uh, do you want to, here, here's a robe and uh, go over to makeup. And I'm like, oh, I don't need a robe. She goes, well, makeup's down the street. <laughs> That's right. Give me the fucking robe. <laughs> and so some some chick uh, took me down to the other um, building where they had the makeup. And the hardest thing was navigating uh, speed bumps on the road with high heels. Yeah. It was a little harder than I thought. There it you go. sounds hard. So anyway, um, that, was, that was then. And then the film day, which was October last year, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I turned up and they said, oh, didn't you get my text? No, I left my phone in the car because no phones here. And she goes, oh, oh, no, it's all off. That's right. And we found out a day or two later that the lead actor from uh, America, Asian-American dude, had broken his leg, eh? Yeah. On set. That's right. Hurt himself, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, they said, they got hold of me a couple of months ago and said, right, we're back. Yeah, we're And then all it's good. like. But we're not because it's COVID, and we are. But it's postponed, and it's on, and lots it's off, of, and it's lot, on, yeah. and it's off. Lots of fluffing around. And then I finally got close to this date that I had marked in my calendar. I'm like, and I booked time off work, and I was like, uh, I don't know what's happening with this. And, and I knew they had a change of um, people in the agency, like oh, the right. person had left. Yeah. And she goes, Oh no, they've got rid of glitch prostitutes. Not happening. Oh no. And it, this time, though, when they said that, you know, you're on, I was like, I don't have a beard, but I'll grow one. Yeah. And I said to her, I've got three options. Clean shaven, I can grow a trimmed beard, or I can just grow it out. Yeah. And so I didn't hear back, so I just grew it out. So I had a really bushy, That's bushy right. beard thing going. I've trimmed it now, but uh, I'm going to keep the beard for a while, partly because it pisses off the boss. <laughs> good, good, good. Anyway, so there was the uh, glitch prostitute. Excellent. Um, Japan. Japan's mascot competition is to finish after nine years. So How come? They had... Oh, let me tell you why they had a mascot competition. They thought to get little areas and regions of Japan like buzzing and humming with tourists and stuff, they would create mascots for different... Regions, so you. Have oh my a, gosh, I'm thinking, what would the mascot be for Hamilton? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So they did that, and it took off, and it got really big. And some of these mascots are made a billion dollar industries, like what? they are That's selling awesome. ridiculous amounts of stuff. But what happened then was it got all corrupt. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, oh, okay. Good, because good, good. these mascots are there's bribery and corruption and 
dodgy stuff going on and cobbling, nobbling other mascots and all the rest oh, of it. Man. And it got so bad that they're like, right, no, nah, this has got gone beyond that. Done. It just cracks me up. Something that's supposed to be positive <laughs> and so so innocent just ended up uh, corrupt as, as anything. So there you go. Crazy as. Hey, there was a story this week, and I always I, – I don't know what thing will actually make me completely snap. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to figure out. I know. Uh, yeah, just watching Grand Designs. We'll talk about that later. Uh- <laughs> no, but that's not a thing. So this guy, this story gets, I think this is an interesting story. So a 62-year-old man from Morrinsville went to Hastings. He's a a part-time conviction-free kindergarten teacher. So he's got no previous history of anything, right, this guy? He goes to Hastings. Do do you go around saying, hey, I'm conviction-free? Like, what? This is, this is what it says here. Okay. Anyway, uh, so he went with his friend who was doing a bowls trip to Hastings. And he went down there. Like the lawn bowls type thing. I assume, yeah. And they went there and they went on a little bike ride in Napier uh, and rode to Hastings in the midday heat. It was a great ride, wind at my back, flying along, felt like a million bucks. Then he saw a Briscoe store and just <laughs> cracked, lost the plot. He parked his bike, got two cans of spray paint, and then started to ride all over the Briscoe store. What? He wrote, wage subsidy, not shareholder dividend, give it back. He got pretty upset that they hadn't given back the uh, the wage subsidy money. So people were watching. People wondered what so was going he, on. He's on holiday because of stress. I don't know. There's no backstory anyway. <laughs> yeah, carry on. But he was very furious about it. And then um, <laughs> someone took his bike away, which was his getaway vehicle. So he was stuck there. The police arrived, took his details, let him go back to his B and B. He was charged with willful damage, and then he drove down from Morrinsville to appear in court. Um, he'll be called to Hamilton District Court next month. He did uh, say that he would plead guilty because obviously he did it. And then Rod Duke, the head of Briscoe, said, actually, uh, yeah, we held on to it for a little bit, but we have given it all back. Everything's good. This dude's now pleased with the company's decision as he and he intends to send Duke a letter thanking him for doing the right thing. <laughs> did he lose his job as a kindergarten t- teacher? No mention of that. He was part-time, super casual, probably. Oh, okay, they explain some stuff. Maybe. Oh, no, what what it'll be, I can guarantee, is his daughter or wife or somebody part owns it or manages it, and he goes in one day of the week. That's what I assume is happening. So there we go. Uh, If you're going to lose the plot, probably do something better than that. Oh, God. Um, So did you hear about the uh, Mark Brown from the Cook Islands? He got... uh, He... um, he got into government. He got voted in. Recently? Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I think. This oh, week. sorry. Um, and he said he was excited by the portfolio holders that he was going to announce. And he was like, I'm so excited about the portfolio holders I'm going to announce. Um, but then he ended up taking 17 positions himself. And they are. I'm going to read these out. He is in charge of finance, foreign affairs, attorney general, immigration, energy and renewable energy, marine resources, seabed minerals, natural resources, police, outer islands, to, outer islands and telecommunications. I think those are two different things. Public Services Commission, Financial Services Commission, Financial Supervisory Commission, Financial Services Development Authority. No chance of any skullduggery there. Not at Cook all. Cook Islands Investment Corporation. Audit, Public Public Expenditure Review Committee, 
Cook Island's national superannuation, and of course, his head of state. <laughs> uh, it's not a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no chance of corruption happening with this man in charge of all those things. I guarantee that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, whatever. Um, good old Mark Brown. It sounds like a dodgy name to <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like Mark Brown. Like, uh, yeah, it's the name you were born with, really. Could be. Oh, did you want to mention um, the election results while we're here? Might as well mention that briefly. Uh, yeah, uh, Labour won. Yep, surprise, there we surprise, go. Surprise. But people are so vitriolic uh, about it. And, I mean, I always knew I had a lot of friends that voted <laughs> national. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm a leader-type voter. Generally, I, I realised, like, because I, I thought John Key was a great politician, so yeah. I'd vote John P- Key back uh, back in the day. Um, but I also think Jacinda Ardern's a, a great politician, so I'd probably vote her. To be honest, I, at one point I thought Winston Peters was a great politician, because he is a politician. I think part of it is... Um, but I've never voted for him, just saying. No. <laughs> I think a lot of it comes down to what they actually do once they're in. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And so their actions will speak louder than their words. And, yep. I mean, Labour's going to be in there by themselves for the next three years, pretty much. Yeah. May or may not take on the Greens as partners, partners or whatever, but they don't have to. We, and, and we haven't heard anything yet, eh? No, nah, they had a slight discussion with them. Yeah, I haven't whatever, heard anything, but, no, but I, I haven't been We're interested to see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's good, but I, I do get worried about people going on about, oh, this will all happen now and this will all happen now. It's like, why would it? Why? What? Yeah, it's not all going to happen overnight. The tax thing seems to be throwing all these people into a spin. Yeah. Um, they're freaking out about that. Most um, of the ones... But that's the thing, right? It's always the people that can afford the tax that has the problem with the tax. I'll tell you what I do have a problem with is occasionally on LinkedIn, somebody goes in there and goes super political and writes this crazy post. And a few people are like, this is LinkedIn, not Facebook, go away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one guy was going on about all this stuff and then someone just broke it down and said, well, actually... This, this, and this. Like, yeah. yeah. And did, I didn't, I haven't mentioned that, did I? But um, the top party, I didn't even know who that was. No. Um, and so friends of mine in Wellington were going on about them in a discussion group. And I thought, oh, I'll check these out. And what I did like about the top party was if you go to the website, because um, I think I went to the Facebook page and then I went to the website, but they have little videos, one-minute policy yeah. videos, and it just explains what they think about their policy. I'm like, why doesn't everybody do that? That would make things so much better. I would know who to vote for if I see, they all uh, did that. I know? think Advance NZ Facebook page got taken down because they're spreading of misinformation and things. Yes, good old Tober O'Brien. Apparently, um, apparently uh, Jake Tapper thinks she's... Uh, She's uh, an amazing journalist. Yeah. Not that Jake Tapper's the best journalist around, but anyway, he's got a big name in the States. So. Hey, this happened a couple of months ago, apparently, but I only just heard about it. Some scientists built a robot that seems to be doing science better than they are. Have you heard about this? No. <laughs> so researchers at University of Liverpool, they built an intelligent mobile robot scientist, and it's basically a giant arm with wheels, and it goes around, and it can work 24-7, and it does its own experiments, and it picks what experiments it wants to do. And it's already found a new... So, it, what, like an AI-driven thing? Yeah, it's already found a new catalyst. Um, and it figures out which chemistry experiments it wants to perform next. Um, 
it can obviously work. Oh, it can work 21.5 hours a day because the rest of the time it's got to charge its batteries. <laughs> but it's um, thinking while it's charging. <laughs> that's right. So they've used robots before in chemistry, and I think they've just sort of said, you know, they've told it what to do, do this thing. Uh in the first published example, the robot did 688 experiments over eight days. Holy crap. So it worked for 172 hours. It does um, six and a half thousand manipulations and all this movements. And uh, the search algorithm it uses, it navigates a 10 dimensional space of more than 98 million candidate experiments. And then it decides what the best experiment to do based on the outcome of the previous one. So they're pretty excited about it, and uh, looks like it sounds pretty. Going to do some. It, it sounds almost science fiction, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, pretty good. Oh, Makes fewer mistakes than a human. Skynet. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> that is the argument for that. Um, all right. So on the robot thing, uh, I, I shout out to NASA. Um, it's not exactly a, a robot, but a Sirius Rex. Um, has uh, landed, docked, nudged. What I'm not quite so sure. It's the one that landed on a asteroid. asteroid. Yeah. So it's 330 million miles away from Earth, which means there's an 18 minute radio time lag oh, wow. for any instructions. So it's not like you can joystick that shit down. No. You know what I mean. And the landing zone is um, eight meter patch. Oh wow! So it's like parking That's cool. a car at that distance. And to get to that, they have to miss, I think it was called Mount Doom. Of course. Um, That's what you need. But And literally, it's Mount Doom because it's massive. And so they've got to sort of navigate around this Mount Doom part of their asteroid, find this little eight meter by eight meter patch, patch. and do that with an 18 minute lag. So basically, the robot's doing it themselves. Uh, then it extends a boom. It has a reverse vacuum cleaner that blows down and oh. the particles are caught yep. back up in the cup um, and it's collecting up to a kilogram I think it's around a kilogram of uh, soil dust whatever, whatever. it is yeah. there um, and these are the building blocks of uh, the solar system and it's coming supposedly. back to earth so and we might all get space aids <laughs> <laughs> Two years though, twenty twenty three. Well, actually, I haven't got this written down, but they. Uh, no, I, this is not that new because I'm way behind on my. Um, no such thing as a fish, but they were talking about scientists finding chlamydia at the bottom of the Arctic. Oh right, do you remember that? Oh, you, vaguely. You, you, yeah, um, and it's um, it's a different strain of chlamydia, but yes. it's the first one they've found that doesn't have a host because chlamydia lives in other organisms and this is just hanging out at the bottom of the ocean and they're like what is it doing here anyway uh yeah so very good space aids anyway moving on uh last weekend i went to rotorua and i was hanging out at my parents place and uh they've been having some issues with the toilet that's been leaking so i fixed it initially and then there was another leak so i'd already gone and got one so like the system system yeah yep. so i know how to rebuild one of them from scratch basically but I uh, got one washer, and then that fixed the problem, and then there was a leak somewhere else. So I had to go get another washer. And the first time I went down to go to Bunnings and come back, as I'm coming back, there's two utes coming towards me and probably 20 motorbikes, all Mad Max style. So on the back of the ute, there's 10 to 15 people hanging off the back of these utes. I think there was a coffin in the back of one of the utes, and there's people just hanging all off this ute. And they're all doing like 100 kilometers an hour coming towards me. 
So I'm like, cool. Was there uh, 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 an ethnic type to these people? Uh, oh, I'll get to that in a sec. It's a, it's a group. <laughs> it's a group of people. Anyway, so that was all good. I went back, fixed toilet, and then I was like, okay, got to go again. This time, I took my dad with me, and the little stretch uh, from Nongata roundabout through to Ferry Springs should be five minutes, if that. Took us about thirty-five minutes. There was no traffic was not moving. It was ground to a halt. Didn't know what was happening. And we finally come up halfway along and there's a uh, motorbike adventure place uh, where you can do horse riding and stuff. But above that on top of the hill is a par site. Right. And someone in Black Power had died. All right. So there's probably a couple of thousand of Black Power members everywhere marching down the street with banners and giant flags and just stopping traffic. Good times. And that's what that was. Uh, yeah, no, a bit of a sight to see. All these people everywhere. Because in my head, all these people um, hanging off things, all I could think was the Indians in the trains that you see in, in it, India. It did look a bit like I, that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so then I fixed the toilet so everyone was happy. Yeah, oh, well done. Good, yeah, good, yeah. good. And talking about fixing up things, uh, what was this? Grand Design. So we ended up watching that somehow. <laughs> So a couple of so we don't have TV live, live TV yeah, live TV. So uh, the last few days I've I've got home and I've I've turned it on um, and cast TV three live from my app on my phone and uh, so we end up watching the end of the news and then um, Grand Designs came on and oh my god I, 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 I'm going watch. to ask something now of uh, our listeners particularly our patrons. Because it's quite entertaining. Diego came in and sat down on the couch, not to watch Grand Designs, but to watch us watch Grand Designs. Um, and when I say us, I'm thinking mainly Sam. I don't know what you're talking about. I watch TV shows normal, like a normal person. He's just yelling at this TV, and it's hilarious. So those of you that are patrons, let us know, because I'm thinking I might record uh, one of our TV watching episodes. It has to be and, the right show, though. I know. Like, I'm I not know. like this all the time. No, but geez, it was funny. Uh, and th- what was that guy's, uh, the architect? He goes, oh, th- he's so full on. He, he, his brain just works a million miles an hour. I go back to my email machine after I've been away from it for a while. And Sam's like, email machine? What do you mean email machine? What the hell's an email machine? <laughs> he did not fill me with confidence. No, if he I, was a bit weird. If I went and met somebody, I would not want him designing something. No. I don't think. No, no. And you just wonder how much those two made out of that building. So, yeah, it's the episode where they were down in... Uh, Marlborough Sounds. Somewhere around there, yeah. And it was the couple who were from Wales and were remotely managing it. And they dug out... He's like, oh, we'll just be careful with this bush. Next thing you know, ripping trees out left, right, and centre. There was a few questionable moments on health and safety as well when they were on top of this thing as a helicopter dropping stuff. In. Uh, yeah, no, it was interesting, and uh, they couldn't come back because of COVID. Um, so yeah, and the house isn't really finished. But apart from that, it was pretty interesting. It was an interesting watch. Um, and human ch- challenge trials are on. So that I, I only wrote that down because I was interested in, would you do that? So human challenge yeah, trials, go. I'll explain what that is first. Go, so this is with COVID uh, research. Yes, I thought it and was. So They inject normal, you with it. Yeah. Normal ch- uh, trials is they get a big wide swath of the population, ideally people that are potentially likely to get 
infected, but they don't know if they're going to get infected, right? Okay. Human challenge trials is, yeah, you're going to get infected because we're going to infect you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, the art side of it is to infect them enough so they get a decent dose, but not enough that it's going to like, kill, kill them. Good. I like and those odds. there's a lot of ethics issues because people are like, well, it's one thing to do a trial, a human challenge trial when you have a a cure yes. because, you know, you can, there's benefit in finding the vaccine. You, but if, if things go wrong, we can cure you. But we don't no. have a cure for this. So this is dodgy as hell. Yes. But then it's going to totally accelerate um, a lot of stuff and it's going to be worth it. And people have signed up for it. They're getting paid for it. Yeah. And they know the risks. Uh, they do... They did say, oh, all these young people are going to do it because they're okay. And then it said one of the things we're looking to find out is what, um, how good some of these vaccines are for the different ages. And I'm like, hang on a second. <laughs> That's not what you just said before, I'm pretty sure. Um, but anyway, so um, would, you, would you consider that? No, nah, probably not. Not now. Not if you now. were 20 again, would you? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. When I was 20, I'd probably do. I think about I, th- I thought I was bulletproof at 20. I find this most, hard to Most believe. people do. <laughs> yeah, they? yeah. Um, but yeah. Except um, for the 19-year-old that was crushed in the back of a car and died this week. Oh, uh, that's He had sad. 11 people in a Toyota Hilux surf. Oh, that's right, yeah. And he, he ended up dying after three days in hospital. But so. that truck took evasive maneuvers or it would have... It, the truck shouldn't have hit it in the first place. The truck should have stopped because the truck should have been further behind. Is no, 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 no. Different one. Sorry, no. This is a Toyota Hilux Surf in Christchurch with eleven oh, drunk, okay. oh, kid, eleven one. drunk teenagers, but the driver was sober. So there's eleven people, four people in the boot, and they had to pull over because this guy wasn't feeling right. And then the random that came across them had to do CPR on this kid because he'd been crushed and run out of oxygen. Oh. Cr- Crushed like oh, I thought yeah, it was no, a car no. accident. No, 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 no just, just just people just jammed in there. People jammed in a yeah, car. Yeah. Holy, yeah, yeah. And then they took him. Crap. That's right. Nineteen years old. Took him to hospital. Uh, he was in uh, critical care, and then he just died yesterday. So not good. That's really sad, and I'm gonna not laugh. No, but I remember. I don't even know who it was. I think it was. I don't know. I remember coming when I was in Hamilton real early. I remember dropping off a whole bunch of people in town once in the car and there was probably like eight people in the car jammed in there i do remember um leaving a nightclub uh and jumping on a motorbike um to go home pretty drunk and um we put a how far did you have to travel we put it well not far okay fortunately but we put a helmet on the first person and the last person on the motorbike that makes sense so there were four of us on the bike Oh and my gosh, that's a sight. And then these Japanese start, oh, oh, we got to a, a, an intersection because we we're all drunk. We go, we'll turn right. So we all put our right hand out, <laughs> all the three of us in the back, yeah. the guy steering. And this Japanese couple are like, taking photos. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that there's photographic evidence somewhere <laughs> in the world. Yeah, it was uh, not clever. But you do those things when you're an idiot. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> These things happen. So, um, improv was good last night. I wasn't really on the ball with that. Um, being a bit brain dead with my uh, 4 a.m. starts um, recently. Living the so, dream. Yeah. But that's cool. Um, and I'm going to have to go shortly and go and have a coffee with a friend. Sounds good. i got work later. Uh, also living the dream. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, and I haven't been back out on the kayak yet. Um, I'm still waiting for the um, blisters to heal. <laughs> oh, good plan, good plan. Well, it hasn't been great weather. No, yet, the weather's either. been crap. All right, so um, again, if you're a patron, let oh. us know if you're interested in uh, me sur- surreptitiously uh, recording. <laughs> I think it has to be the right show, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I yeah. did just want to say, obviously, if you're listening to this, uh, it's Labor Weekend this weekend. Armageddon's on. We are not going to Armageddon. Sorry no, about that. No. Uh, we just are tired and can't deal with crowds. Uh, um, and yeah, and I mean, in New Zealand, we don't realise how lucky we are. And when no. you watch the news overseas, which I do far too much, to be fair, um, they are going through a lot of crap over there. And if you're going to get something, you're going to get it at something like Armageddon. I, honestly, I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. I'm not going. So, uh, yeah, we're not going this year to talk to interesting people. So uh, we will be with you next week. Same time, same place. Uh, until then, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.